talking about Christmas from a Catholic perspective. David will be talking about Christmas from a non-Catholic perspective. Liz will be talking about Hanukkah. And Nithya will be talking about Diwali. So I guess I'll just go first. Um, so in terms of Christmas from a Catholic perspective, it's not, um, I wouldn't say it's entirely that much different from celebrating it from a non-Catholic perspective, but there's a little bit more of, I would say like religion involved. So it's a little bit more significant. So basically to explain it really quickly. So the Catholic uh, calendar is kind of like a season. It operates on a circle. So you're always in a season at a particular time. So there's the season of ordinary time, which is just where nothing's really happening. And there's always like a color associated with each season. So in ordinary, ordinary time, it's green. But then the season right before Christmas is called Advent and Advent means like waiting. So you're actually waiting for Christmas to happen and it's purple. So the season of Advent is from October to the end of November to the end of till Christmas starts. So basically in Advent, you're waiting for the baby Jesus to be born because that's what Catholics believe. So basically in the circle, Jesus is born and then he basically dies before Easter. So it's always a circle. So you're reading the same stories in the Bible every year, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> you kind of realize that you're reading the same thing every year, but because they have different interpretations of the Bible, there's like four different ones. So you read different stories from different perspectives every year. So for the season of Advent, you're waiting for Jesus to be born. So there's lots of things you need to prepare to do. So that kind of explains some of the many traditions around Christmas, like putting up lights. It has kind of been adopted by many people that aren't Catholic, but putting up lights is basically to show that you're ready for Jesus to come. Uh, you have to decorate your house, decorate the church. And that's another thing that's kind of shown in not just in a church, but also in ordinary homes as well and you put up lots of candles and the candles kind of symbolize waiting so there's four candles that they put up in the church three of them are purple and one of them is pink so the pink candle is right before the week before Christmas happens and it's basically to symbolize like fertility because you know Mary <laughs> and basically the way that works is Mary uh, was a virgin and she was basically chosen to carry the baby Jesus. And she basically, like, the angel granted her the baby. I know it's uh, <laughs> saying it out loud is a little, I don't know, it's a little weird to think about. But basically, we believe that she basically had the baby without doing anything. <laughs> um, so basically, the night of Christmas, you're supposed to leave your doors open, like unlocked, which how many people do that? I don't know, because you have to be safe, obviously, because on the night before Christmas, they had to go to lots of huts or hotels to try to find a place to sleep because she was obviously very pregnant and she couldn't keep traveling on like I think it was a llama or something. And she couldn't keep traveling on the llama. But all these hotels were like, were full because, you know, Christmas and apparently all hotels have been full on Christmas since the beginning of time. Who knows? <laughs> and she would go to all these hotels and they'd say, no, like we can't let you in. So they had to go basically to a farm. And that was where the baby Jesus was born, like in a, 
you know where they put all the hay like for cows like he was born in one of those and I think oh yeah also there's like a Christmas star too like this year obviously it was more special because of like the Saturn conjunction thing I think that happened a few days ago but there's a Christmas star also that you're supposed to look for on Christmas and in terms of like just on actual Christmas day, normally people go to mass on either Christmas Eve or Christmas day. Normally my family goes the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve, and they usually bring in like Santa. <laughs> Santa will get a blessing to go, which I always thought was kind of cute because <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. And they would one time, one year that they never did this again, but they brought in like an actual reindeer. And I think it like pooped in the church. <laughs> Which is so funny. Um, but yeah, it's not entirely the most religious holiday. I would say in terms of Catholicism, Easter is definitely more religious and more celebrated. But everyone always treats it as a really happy time because there's actually a period of waiting also before Lent, or before Easter called Lent. And you can't sing like that entire time, which is kind of a bummer. Um, and normally there are a lot of carols and stuff on Christmas too. That, that kind of is where like a bunch of Christmas music came from also, but they haven't been doing it this year because of COVID. It's kind of depressing, but yeah, that's really, really it. I would say in terms of the religious aspect of Christmas, I think it's really, I almost think the traditions that aren't religious are even more meaningful and more fun because it's really a great time to just gather with your family and everything. And I would really like to hear David's perspective on Christmas as well. Just, yeah. All right. So hi, everyone. I'm David. Um, and I am a second generation Chinese American. Um, my parents immigrated from, the, uh, from China to the United States about 20 to 25 years ago. And um, I've been celebrating Christmas um, even though my family's not Christian. So we kind of just like exchange gifts. Um, and my parents own um, like a Chinese restaurant. Um, that's where their job is. So it's kind of a nice day um, to be off for them. Even though they still go to work that day, they go to work at like 10. So we still have some like family time before. And yeah, so that's kind of how it is for us. Uh, we do a lot of decorating around the house. Um, we put up the lights, like Maddie said, um, we decorate a tree. Um, we do a lot of cleaning actually. So we will go through the house and, um, look for the things that we don't really want to keep anymore and we'll donate what we can, um, and throw what we can't donate. And yeah, that's kind of what we do. Um, yeah, but the major kind of... December kind of holiday we celebrate is going to be Chinese New Year, which you can listen to in the next episode. So I'll hand it over to Liz now. Hey, everyone. I'm Liz, and I celebrate Hanukkah. So just to start off, um, as you guys probably know, there are like 15 million spellings of Hanukkah, but all of them are accepted. And Hanukkah is a really interesting and probably one of my favorite Jewish holidays because um, it is, it means the festival of lights and the word Hanukkah means dedication. So it's kind of like a testament to, um, how 
how Jews were able to persevere and how like, um, not to get religious or anything, but basically, um, I believe like about a thousand years ago when the Maccabees, which were like a group of Jewish people were like um, seeking freedom, they only had um, enough oil or light for one night, but then it went on for eight nights, which was like, whoa. And ever since then, we've been celebrating Hanukkah and it's just such like, it's such a, like a joyous holiday. Like, I remember one of my favorite memories is, like, lighting the candle and saying the prayers and also just, like, getting to spend time with family. And also the gifts, because you get, you're supposed to get, like, either one big gift or, like, you get one gift per night. So, like, that's eight gifts right there. And, yeah, Hanukkah is, Hanukkah is also full of a lot of delicious food. And, I mean, I think that's the best part of any holiday, personally. But I remember, like, we always, like, fry, like, potato pancakes called latkes, and um, those are mm, delicious. And we also play this game called, um, we play with the dreidel. So it's sort of like you spin it, and then depending on um, what letter it lands on, then you get, like, a certain prize. Like, if you get, um, if you get gimel, then you take everything in the pile. So it's kind of like gambling, but... (laughs) But it's very wholesome because it's during Hanukkah. And it's actually funny. My family's not that religious, but like my family, um, I'm a first gen immigrant and my parents are both from like the former Soviet Union. And like back back in the days of the Soviet Union, you weren't allowed to like celebrate religion or anything. So like um, you could be arrested for like like buying like a menorah or like buying like anything um, religious, like no Christmas, um, no Hanukkah, stuff like that. So yeah, but now that like my parents immigrated to the US, that was like the first time they were able to like really celebrate Hanukkah without like like fear of being caught or something and the first time they had the freedom to do so and it's really like heartwarming because I know like how like how difficult it must have been to not be able to celebrate it back there. So yeah, that is my wholesome Hanukkah story. And I'd like to pass it on to Nithya to talk about another um holiday that involves lights? Yeah, so my name is Nithya. So I'm a first generation Indian American, even though I live in Canada, I was born in the States. Um, But so the holiday I'm going to be talking about is Diwali. And that is a Hindu holiday that's pretty much celebrated by Hinduism and all of its branch religions like Jainism and Sikhism. Um, that is also called the Festival of Lights. And um, for us, it is celebrating the triumph of good over evil. And um, the name comes from Avali means robe in Sanskrit, and then Dia means a lamp. So when you say Deepavali, that means like a row of lights. And depending on where you are in India, that's going to represent um, a different thing. So in Northern India, so in states like Punjab and um, New Delhi, that's going to mean the return of King Rama, who's one of our lords, to Ayodhya, which was like the royal city, after he just after he defeated like the evil King Ravana. And so that's what they're celebrating. In the western coast states like Goa, Rajasthan, Gujarat, and Maharashtra, they celebrate the day that Lord Vishnu, who's um, also one of our main gods, <coughs> sorry, sent the, um, sent the demon King Bali to rule like into hell, like he like sent him off of earth. And then in southern India, 
We celebrate it as the day that the Lord Krishna, who's our other, like, third Holy Trinity God, defeated the demon um, Nadaglasura. So basically, in all of these different states, depending on which God they choose to celebrate, it's basically the triumph of good over evil. And so we celebrate it over five days. Um, so the first day is you, like, clean your homes, and you, like, shop for gold to help bring good fortune, and you, like, wear new clothes, like, during this entire time. And then on day two, you're going to decorate your homes with like clay lamps. And we create these designs using rice flour called Zurangoli that we like color and we make like auspicious designs. And then on the third day, um, families gather for what's called the Lakshmi Puja, which is like a worship to the goddess of Lakshmi, um, who basically represents like good luck and fortune. And uh, then we like to have fireworks. So this, this is kind of like our Christmas. It's like day three. And then day four is the first day of our new year because Hindus follow a lunar calendar. And this is where friends and relatives visit and we bring each other good wishes for the season. And then the fifth day is where brothers go visit their married sisters. And it's that's to celebrate the relationship between a brother and a sister. So basically, wherever you are in India, the origin behind the holiday is different, but it's kind of the, the same concept of flushing out the bad and then bringing in the good for the new year. Yeah. That's so cool. I didn't even know anything about Diwali before this. And I think it's so great that all these holidays really celebrate being close together with your family. Obviously, right now with coronavirus, it's kind of really difficult to spend time with your like mostly extended family. I know most people have been staying like with their little pod, as my mom likes to call it, uh, during the season. But I think it's really great always to like return back to your family right before the new year starts. Obviously, there's like a week after Christmas and then we have our new year. But it's kind of great that everyone tries to return back to their roots right before the new year starts. And I found it really cool how light had a part to play in all three. Like, I think a lot of people associate light with Hanukkah. But I, I don't know that like for um, like Catholics too, like what that means for Christmas with like welcoming in that time I found that really really cool yeah it was so like it was so cool hearing about like all the different ways you guys celebrate and like what it means to you so I was actually wondering like what your favorite memory from that holiday is um I remember one year um we left out like some like reindeer food (laughs) and we woke up and like our driveway was just covered in like like wrapped like Hershey Hershey Kisses and it was like reindeer poop but it's like we ran out and we had to collect all of it and it was really cute we never did that again but it was cute (laughs) um mine is probably fireworks because it used to be really fun because we lived in like a neighborhood where technically the HOA said that like you can't use fireworks, but all of our neighbors knew that, like, we were celebrating Diwali, so there was, like, this, like, temporary, like, moratorium on, like, neighbors reporting each other, where we would set off our fireworks, and everyone just pretended not to notice, and it was always really fun that everyone would just pretend that they didn't see, like, the big firework display in the sky. My favorite Christmas memory is probably um, this one time when we were all making dinner together, and... A certain, like, series of events led to um, me dropping one of the plates, and, yeah, it was it was a fun day. That's something I would I do. drop everything on every holiday, so I really, but 
I would say for Hanukkah, um, obviously this year it didn't happen because of COVID, but in my community, we have like a little synagogue. So it's like, um, like the Jewish worship center. And we always have like this giant menorah, like outside the store called key food. And there's always a DJ and there's always free donuts. And it's just so much fun. Cause like you just spend, you just spend the whole night dancing and like eating food. And isn't that what like every good holiday is about dancing and eating food? So yeah, that's, that's been one of my favorite um, memories of Hanukkah. Like I miss, I normally sing in like a choir uh, near my house. There's like a Bach society near my house and we normally sing in a choir and we sing like a few songs in this huge cathedral, but obviously we can't do it this year. And it's like my favorite memory because we always sing, I think, let there be peace on earth. And like everyone lines all the uh, pews and you just look out into the like your own little pew into the audience. And it's like a really powerful moment because I always think peace, like reminding everyone, like we're all here to like live in harmony. Sometimes we forget that. And I think it's really important to hear. And obviously this year we can't do it, which is kind of a bummer, but I always know yeah. next year is going to be really great. 2021. <laughs> Manifesting. <laughs> well, I get what Maddie's saying though, because also for us, I think like another thing with Hinduism is we don't have like a dedicated like day of the week where you go to like your like your your temple or like like other religions might and so for us like holidays are really that time where like you congregate with like your community and like you all see each other because it's not like you're seeing each other on a weekly basis and so I think like that's kind of one thing I I will miss well I missed because we celebrate Diwali at the end of November I missed celebrating this year because like that's kind of like the best part is everyone just coming together to celebrate like the good This is like so unrelated, but um, on the topic of like holidays and like Christmas movies, they should make Diwali and Hanukkah movies. That'd be interesting. But anyway, I watched The Grinch for the first time and it's like, it's like not what I expected. It's like a whole commentary on capitalism and like how the meaning of Christmas is being lost. I was like, wow. I actually find that so interesting because I feel like so many people watch um, like the Grinch is still Christmas and they think that the who's are the good people and it means that they didn't really watch it through because then you would know that's not the truth personally my favorite Christmas movie is Home Alone <laughs> yes yes I um, love that movie we're like watching like a crappy Hallmark movie the ones where like they always seem to put like royalty like in any movie so it's like the Christmas prince and it's like they're going to get married on Christmas, which, by the way, sounds like my worst nightmare. Like, imagine getting married on a, like, legit holiday. I don't think it's, like, felt bad for people that were born on Christmas. Yes! Yeah, because then they mix the present, like, your birthday yeah, present, like, and then, your like, your Christmas yeah, present. Christmas. <laughs> like, and maybe it's, like, I'm just, just selfish, an excuse to save money. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite weird Christmas movie, because it's not at all a Christmas movie, is Mean Girls, which is because, like, that part when they do, like, like the Jingle Bell stands. Wow. Oh, God. So good. Iconic. Popular debate. Is The Nightmare Before Christmas a, hol- a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Christmas. It's a Halloween. Thanksgiving movie. It's a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> oh, I want to hear this. Can you explain? Okay, okay. So I think like, you know how there's like that weird period, like after Halloween and Christmas where you're like, not sure if you should listen to Christmas music or not. So I started in May. I think, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Or that I, okay. So I think that it's both, 
but it's mainly a Thanksgiving movie because it holds you over until Christmas. And then you can watch it during Christmas and you can also watch it during Halloween, but it's so versatile that you can watch it during November and not feel ashamed. I like that. That's a good. Okay, you explained it well. Well, you mentioned Christmas music though, so I'm curious. What are everyone's favorite? Well, not Christmas, but holiday songs. Like, what songs get you into your season? Um, obviously, all I want for Christmas is you. It's a uh, yes, that's so iconic. Uh, I have a virulent hatred for Wonderful Christmas Time. If I hear that song, I running to turn it off. I don't think I've ever listened. I've never heard that either. By Paul McCartney, it's just not good. Every, oh, that. Like, <laughs> he always mm. says, I think it's like a lyric, it's like, the moon is high, but like, it sounds like the moon is right. And I can never figure out exactly what that means. Like, <laughs> when the singers- I think a lot of Beatles songs are like that. Like, when I first started listening to the Beatles, I, maybe it's because they're British, but like, I always, like the set, like, I don't know. I just couldn't interpret some of the words. And I just think that's because they're British. So no hate on the Beatles, but sometimes like, yeah, I just, sometimes I don't get it, but okay. Christmas songs. Um, all I want for Christmas is you. Definitely. That's a classic. Um, I also think hmm, any song that Frank Sinatra sings, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but like his voice is, mm. My personal favorite, I have to like pull up my Spotify and see like what I have. My personal favorites is Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande has like a special place in my heart. Like that's that song is a bop year round and you can't tell me otherwise. The song that I really love, but I feel like guilty listening to is like Baby, It's Cold Outside. Cause like, it's a really great song, but you have to like pretend that you don't hear the lyrics. And yeah. <laughs> like, I have a love-hate relationship with it. I also love Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson. Yes. Sound. It's like, it really hits you really quickly, but like. It's just like so much serotonin. Also, like, this is like, this is like kind of a sad Christmas song, but Last Christmas, I just love that song so mm. much. Actually, follow-up question. Is there any holiday songs you absolutely hate? Because I work in retail and the song I cannot stand is like the one from like Alvin and Three Chipmunks. It's like, like I feel like every kid has like a memory from like elementary school where like they were like forced to sing that in like a pageant and it just wasn't good um I obviously I don't like wonderful Christmas time and for a modern one Santa's coming for us by Sia sounds so like horrible (laughs) it sounds like the title of a horror movie like like Santa's (laughs) I'm like, that sounds terrifying. No. <laughs> but the snowman is good. The the one on the TikTok where they're like, the one breath challenge that I can't do. <laughs> is it, I can't tell if it's a new song. Wop. That recently got popular. Wop? Wop is a yeah. Christmas song. No. There's like a remix of it with All I Want for Christmas is You, and I haven't gotten around to listening to that yet. All I Want for Christmas is Wop? Oh, All I Want for Christmas is Oh, wop. yeah, that one. Lovely. And when you land, I just one song I absolutely cannot stand is Frosty the Snowman. Like, it's the most creepy song ever. Like, why would you sing about like a snowman that comes to life and then melts? Like, that's so depressing. Like, 
Why? Why? Oh, also, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I don't like the fact that they only accept him after he changes himself. Exactly. It gives a really bad message to kids. Like, those those reindeers were not very nice. So from here on out, our conversation kind of diverged a bit. But that's all we have for you today about holidays we celebrate here at Ad Aster and around the world. And we hope that regardless of what holidays you do or don't celebrate, you are able to spend some high-quality, restorative, and peaceful time with your family this winter. And that you continue prioritizing yourself, your loved ones, your needs, and of course, listening to Ad Aster. We'll see you next time. <laughs>